Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This your boy, Monty G, the Fan Mission Podcast. You already know, man. So we got a special guest today. So y'all better tune in. Let me let him into the party. And he going to introduce himself and let you know what he do and where he from. Hey, what's going on? What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing good. Why don't you tell the guest what's your name, where you from, and what you do? Pastor Mike. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I like to do street ministry, uh, business. I'm all about business. You know what I'm saying? And just helping people as much as I possibly can. Okay. 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 I like Mm -hmm. that. I like that. So, um, I'll first ask you a question, man. Why you spell your name like that? Why I spell, see, that's a really good question, actually, man. So the thing is, is I used to go, Years I used to go by the name Mini Me, man. That used that used to be my old rap name. I went by mm. that name. I actually owned the name. I owned the registered trademark of that name. True story, man. Spent like ten thousand dollars on it. You know anybody that wants to buy it? Let me know. Oh, yeah. so anyway, I was I was going through the process of changing my name, and um, you know I was praying about it and asking God, you know, what do I do? How I want to change my my name? And He was like, I want you. I want you to accept what everybody's been calling you and the calling that I have for you. And that is Mm. to be a pastor. I ran from being a pastor for years, man. I really did. You know, even as a man of God, I ran from a pastor. I just want to do street ministry. Just want to do evangelism. But God wanted me to pastor people, you know, and um, I just ran from it for years. He said, that's what I want you to do. I want you to accept the pastor. So I was like, all right, God, I'll do it. But. I wanted to, I saw so I changed the name, put P-A-Z-T-U-H. I had made it make it cool, right? Right, 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 right. I, <laughs> so I that's see what, where you're going. Yeah, so that's what I did. So it's Pastor Mike, P-A-Z-T-U-H dot com, right? Pastormike.com. Oh man, that's what's yeah. up, man. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you came through and said, man, stop running, man. You know? Yeah, hey, I'm I'm still trying to do that, right? Hey, so, that's what's up, man. Still you trying, know? man. Yep. So um, man, let's get to it, man. Um so, and with that question, like, you know, you want you to be Pastor Mike because everybody, like, so how did you become a pastor? Somebody blessed you in or something? Yeah, exactly. Somebody blessed me in. <laughs> well, no, no, number one, man, I was ordained by God years before I got ordained. I actually am a real ordained pastor. Okay. I am licensed. Um but years before that, God ordained me to be a pastor. I just didn't jump at the opportunity of being ordained by man. So mm-hmm. I think I got ordained by, I think I got officially ordained by man, you could say, in 2013. Okay. So, okay. yeah. So do you have anybody that you um, that you look up to that inspire you to do what you do? Oh, Absolutely. Um, I mean, uh, there's this guy named, uh, Reverend Ron Haynes, Papa Haynes. He was like a father to me, like a father figure to me, man. Like he, uh, he took me under his wing and, um, showed me how to do a lot of the street ministry and stuff like that. That I do to this day, I set up under him for three years straight. I drove him around everywhere to all of his meetings, things like that. He helped me out big time. Um, and I just watched him and I listened to him and, uh, he passed away in 2012, um, and I just kind of took over from there, um, started doing street ministry, things like that. But yeah, he was a huge influence in my, my life. 
Yeah, that's what's up, man. So, you know, um, I know you do music. Yes, sir. So, so I was letting people know, like, man, the pastor gonna be on the show, and they were like, mm-hmm. man, he be he be rapping. I said, yeah, I yeah. got the rapping pastor. You know. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, did you change your music up? Like, was you always doing the music you're doing now, or no. was you doing the worldly music? Absolutely. And then you say, you know what, I'm gonna change it up. Yes. Yeah, so I used to, you know, I used to rap all about pimping and stuff like that and and uh, selling drugs and things because I was doing that stuff, right. you know, and it was it was the cool thing to do at the time. And uh, I did that for um, I did that starting out and um, then I gave my life to God and I was still rapping like that because mm-hmm. I, I was still like I was still living that life to, a lifestyle. Even when I gave my life to God. I still had to come out of that. So I don't I don't have one of those testimonies of right when I gave my life to God, I, pray, I prayed a prayer. Excuse me. I prayed a prayer. And then, you know, I got free from drugs and alcohol and unmarital sex and all of that stuff. No, man, I had to go through a process of change, a long process. It took me five years mm. to quit uh, drinking every day, quit selling drugs because that's all I knew how to do. You know, yeah, um, yeah. quit um, the whole pimp mindset, things like that. You know, um, it took me a while to get out of that that mindset, but God set me free from it. And once he set me free from it, I started to gradually um, take the cussing out of the uh, my music, take glorifying being a player, take glorifying being a pimp. I still talk about all that stuff today. It's just I talk about it from a different perspective of, hey, man, this ain't cool. Um, pimping's real cool, you know, until you study human trafficking. Right. That part. And you, you know, know what I'm saying? Yes. And, um, you know, me and a couple more guys, you know, we going through that right now that that's why I don't do music no more because, I mean, I still do some music and I talk about God, you know, but the people I grew up with, that's not, that's not their style. Yeah. But I can't entertain them. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, man, come on, come on, let's get back mm-hmm. to it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't go back. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You know how they say, man, you're going back to the vomit. I can't, I can't go back. I tried. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't post it. I'm like, man, bro, I, I just can't do it. I mean, mm-hmm. once you know the truth and once you know that, like they say, when you know better, you do better. Absolutely. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, what encouraging words can you tell to the youth or a young man that doesn't want to be a pastor or want to follow Christ? you know, the higher power or whatever you want to do, he want to do, he want to change from being, change that mindset. Like, what would you tell him? Well, if he wants to be a pastor, uh, I don't actually have advice if he wants to be a pastor. Right. Okay. I have advice for the person that does not want to be a pastor, but God is calling them to be a pastor. You see what I'm saying? So, and I would say that, you know, the Bible says, those that see those that say that they love Jesus but do not obey his commandments is a liar. It says that in John, I think it is. Mm. But if you do not obey his commandments, he says that you are a liar. And so a lot of people just limit that statement or that scripture to the Ten Commandments. No, it's whatever he commands you, whatever mm. God commands you. So if God mm. is commanding you, if he's telling you, I want you to be a pastor. 
I want you to go through the process of change to become a pastor. You may not feel like doing that. Your flesh not may not feel like doing that, but you have to do that. If you want to please God, you have to do that. Um, there's a song by Dietrich Hatton, I think it's called Well Done. He based that off a scripture in the Bible. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have done well. That's at the end when we face judgment, when, when, the Lord, when we be with the Lord. That's what I want to hear. Um, all of us should want to hear that. If you're a believer, wherever you are, all of us should want to hear that. Okay, well done, good and faithful servant. So if I just want to say to that, that pastor out there that God is calling to be a pastor, but you don't want to be, um, that is a command of the Lord. And I just want to say, you, you got to do it. You got to do what the Lord wants you to do. You can't run from it forever. And, so. and you know, I tell people that like, you know, you know, I do a lot of studying and, and you know, and I, um, and I be telling people like, we, we know what we need to do. Like God talked to us and we know what we need to do. Yeah. But we, 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 we do what we want to do. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Not what we need. You know, Absolutely. and I ask people, I say, man, if you being your authentic self or you being, uh, what they call it, a replica, mm -hmm. you know, is you trying to be like somebody else mm -hmm. or is you being you? Mm -hmm. And sometimes people don't even know who they are. Sometimes mm -hmm. they don't hear that little voice in their ear that God's speaking to them. They might mm -hmm. hear that little voice when the devil talking to them mm -hmm. because that's easier. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people not being their authentic self, like, you know, yeah. like, man, you know what you need to do. You know, yeah. you need to get in that gym. You know, you need to yeah. work out. You know, you need to pray more, mm -hmm. you know, than, than watching TV. You spend 20 minutes of spiritual, but then you probably watch a movie for two hours. Absolutely. Like, oh, man, you know, you know, you know. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I, but they don't want to hear that. And I'm like. Y'all gonna have to hear from me, or because mm -hmm. I mean, God don't need my help, mm -hmm. but He appreciate the things that I do. Well, you talking, you talking to me with that. So they is me as well, brother. Yeah, they is me as well. And and I want to say this that, you know, I, it's funny because, you know, I, I I've been in a lot of churches and things like that, and I see people that could help and tell their testimony of how you know when they used to be in the world and they used to be smoking and drinking, and everybody always looks at being you know before Christ, uh, smoking, drinking, and doping. And all that stuff. I mean, you can be completely backslidden and doing none of those things. But the thing is, is they'll talk about like, man, I used to drink and smoke and I used to go to the club and I used to do all this stuff with all these women. And they talk about it like it was so bad. Like they were, they, they just was not having a good time. And I say, man, we got to stop doing that because that was not the truth. Mm. What, what, what I used to smoke, I used to smoke a probably 20 sack blunt a day. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sometimes a quarter bag a week, a quarter ounce a week. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I would smoke that a day. When I got up, I was excited to smoke it. I had no problem with smoking it. I, the things that I was doing with the women, I had no problem. All my friends thought I was the man. You get what I'm saying? Going out to the club, drinking or whatever I was going to do. I had no problem with it. I was having a great time. Mm -hmm. When, when, when it got rough, is when I gave my life to God. That's mm. when it got rough. Because now, because the, see, the Bible is the Bible says the spirit man is contrary to the flesh. Mm. Okay? So whatever your flesh, whatever your spirit man wants to do, 
the will of God, your flesh says, no, that's not what I want to do. So there's going to become a war. There's going to be a fight. See, my spirit man was in complete alignment with my flesh when before I gave my life to God. So when mm. I woke up and I wanted to smoke that blood, there was no battle. I was having a great time. <laughs> you, what I wanted to do, whatever I wanted to do. But when I gave my life to God, now here's the battle. Mm. You see what I'm saying? I mm. woke up and my flesh wants to continue that lifestyle. My flesh wanted to continue in that lifestyle. But see, my spirit man was like, no, I was a new spirit, but my mind is not changed yet. My heart's not changed. And I still live in this flesh that is contrary to the spirit man. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So that's a battle that I'm still having to overcome to this day. Yeah. And, and people got to understand that it's not easy. Mm -mm. No, it builds easy. Everybody to do it. That's right. But. Everybody is doing what's comfortable. Mm -hmm. and, and and when you've been in your comfort zone, is your danger zone. That's right. They That's don't right. understand that. Like, you know, when it, you can be comfortable in your mess, but you know, like, you know, I said that you, you remind me of a, um, I don't remember if I know it, but it was a verse I said in my music. I said, um, I had to kill the old me if I wanted to get my life right. Yeah. And I ain't going to lie, I was putting up a good fight. Yeah. Meaning, I was it was fighting with the spirit in my my regular self. My and, and I'm like, well, it ain't my regular self because that wasn't me. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, I was just doing what I was what I was yeah. going to do. I didn't know no better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, and so I ask people. I say, man, I used to ask people all the time, do you love yourself? Mm -hmm. I say, I love myself. Mm -hmm. I say, think of yourself as a baby. Would you let the baby hit the weed? Mm -hmm. Would you give him a shot of liquor? Mm -hmm. So why would you do it? Mm -hmm. They say, dang, I ain't looking like that. I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. You got to love yourself. And you got to treat yourself like a, like a, I ain't going to say an infant, but like a little child. You're supposed to mm -hmm. ask questions, you mm -hmm. know, because when we was growing up, parents were shut up. Don't ask me all these questions. No, you need to ask questions so you can grow. Mm-hmm. You know, and you got to understand that, you know, uh, the way we was raised, uh, a lot of times our parents stopped our growth when they mm -hmm. told us, don't ask questions and don't do what I do, do what mm -hmm. I say. And mm -hmm. you can't tell me don't do what you do because I'm going to do exactly what you do. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Now, if you'd have been going to church and say, don't go to church, I'd have been going to church. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. With that note, how do you know if you found the right church for you or not? Like, like it's, it's so many religions and there's so many mm -hmm. stuff going on and people be mm -hmm. like, man, you know, I'm frustrated. I don't know what God to follow. They got Yahweh. Mm -hmm. They got all these different gods. Allah, they got all these different gods and I don't know what to follow. So what mm -hmm. advice would you tell someone that's struggling mm -hmm. in that area? So... So I would say, number one, above all, you need to build a relationship with God. OK, mm. build a relationship. If you are not mature, some people aren't mature enough to go to church yet. Maybe mm. you already went to church. Maybe you already went to church and been burnt and you don't know how to go back yet. Mm. My thing is, is get to know God. Let me give you an example. OK, a lot of people, they say, I don't go to church. I don't I don't live for God no more. I don't believe in that God because of all the stuff that this pastor did or that pastor did and all these different things. 
you you never knew God. That tells me number one that you never even had a true relationship with God. Let me let me make it real practical. My wife, I get married to my wife, right? At first, all of her family and her friends like me. Everybody's cool. All right. We're all good. I love my wife. I go home to my wife every single night, right? Mm -hmm. Have a I have a personal and passionate relationship with my wife. Mm -hmm. So what happens is, is her parents and her family start acting crazy towards me. When I get them around, they're whispering and saying all kinds of stuff, being very judgmental to uh, towards me, just mm -hmm. casting me out, making me out to be the bad guy, all that stuff, right? So I'm not going to go home to my wife and say, hey, baby, I'm leaving you because your friends and your family are acting up. You see what mm. I'm saying? Mm. I may, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, hey, you know what? I'm not gonna hang out with your friends or your, your 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 family right now, but I'm not leaving my wife over it. You get what mm. I'm saying? Why? Ooh, because my it. relationship is not with them. My relationship Ooh. is with my wife. With you. Mm. You, you get Ooh. what I'm saying? My relationship is with my wife. So no matter how bogus they treat me, I'm not leaving my wife. So here's the here's the deal. But let me let me put it to you this way. What if I know her friends and I know her family, but I don't know her personally? And every time I get around her friends and her family, we talk about her and we read the book about her. And we go and we do this once a week. And every now and again, I watch a podcast about her two or three times a week. And I call her friends and her family and they talk about her to me. As soon as they offend me, I'm going to say, forget you and her. <laughs> Why? I never had a relationship with her. Right. I see you get, you get what I'm saying here. I get what so, you're saying. So this is, this is, so when it comes to a church, I tell people you need to really grow in a relationship with God. See, when I got born again, when I got saved, I didn't have a church. I didn't have a pastor. I got saved watching a movie with a bunch of cocaine on the table, weed, all kinds of stuff. And I got saved in my bedroom watching a movie, man. Hmm. Okay. Um, so I had to really build and learn a, a real relationship with God. That's why when people say, man, I don't, I don't believe that God exists. And it's like, it's stupid to have that conversation with me because having a conversation with me and trying to convince me that God doesn't exist is like trying to convince me that I'm not married to my wife. Mm. I'm not even going to have the conversation with you. You see what I'm saying? So mm. you have to have a real, I, I say is, is, is seek the, the Bible says I am a rewarder of those that diligently seek me. See, God ain't just got, God, God is not just putting himself out there for everybody. No, you have to seek him. You got to seek him. I had to seek my wife. I got to go find her. I had to go find her. You see what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I have to put time in. I have to put yeah. investment in. You get what I'm saying? So, so the thing is, is I, I, I would I, the, to answer that question is before you really get settled in a church, go get get to know the Lord as much as you can. Okay, and if you have to find a church to do that, that's fine. But here's another thing. Don't get in a church. Don't get in a church to where every time you go there, you always feel super good. Oh, I love the worship. It's always great. And the pastor's message is always great. No, let me tell you something. The Bible says those that are in Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and its desires. Mm. Okay. 
Those that, let me say it again. Those that are in Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and its desires. So here's the deal. If every time I go to church, everything is all good in my flesh and in my spirit, man, I'm not being challenged. I'm a pastor. I just said this other day. I'm a pastor, okay? When I go to when I go to another church and I'm sitting there and I'm hearing the message and if I agree with the message and I know those scriptures and I'm applying those scriptures, man, I'm gonna be beating on the table. I'm gonna be beating on the pew. I'm gonna be saying, "Amen, praise the Lord," screaming at the top of my lungs, all of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But as soon as that pastor starts preaching about something that I'm not doing as a pastor, as an ordained pastor. As soon as he starts preaching about something that I know I'm not doing, I'm going to get real You're gonna quiet. You're going to quiet down. That's right. You're going to get gonna real, get real quiet. quiet. My flesh is going to want to roar up and say, ah, man, he's being judgmental. Why is he just talking to me? There's 50 people in here. You see what I'm saying? All these different things is to try to keep me from going forward. Growth is painful. You said it best. Oh, yes. Growth yes. is painful. So this is the next thing that I say is when you find a church to where you feel good every single time, that's not a good church. That's not the church. That's you not the see church. people. Oh, man, I knew that. Amen. That's what you clap. You clap your hands to what you know. You do. You knew that already. You already doing that. That's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your time to go to a place once a week and find out what you already know. Mm. What if you you know how to drive a car? You don't go to driver's ed every week. Mm. You don't go to driver's ed class every week. Why? Because you already know how to drive the car. You ain't got time for that. No, man, I need to find out what I don't know. I need to find out where I'm wrong. See, we, we hate knowing our faults, man. I can't stand knowing it's my fault. That's not my fault. Every time you say it's not your fault, you are never going to be able to grow in that area. Mm. Never. So I say find a church that gets under your skin. Find a church that is challenging you by the word of God so you can grow because you ain't got time for that. Go eat a sandwich, man. Don't even go to church. Go mm. go, 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 to the lake. Go watch a movie. Mm. I'm sorry. Mm. That probably, I, I got a little off there. Man, man I man, had that button. <laughs> hey, man. You, hey, you might get praised, man, because... Man, you be talking, man. You be on fire. And <laughs> now I see why you the pastor, man. And that's how I be telling people, man, like, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's that's my, uh, I don't know, man. But that's what I be saying. Like, you know, a lot of people, I said that when I was going to church, right? And for a year, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm hearing the same thing he said this last time. Like, what the? But then it was the time that I sat down with the Bible. I started doing my study and I got more information than I, and I got more growth than I ever did yeah. when I was in the church. Yeah. And then people be like, man, money, why you don't go to church no more? And I'm like, I am the church. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can be up in the bull, bullpen mm-hmm. talking. I'm like, cause they not talking about what I'm learning about, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, you hit that, that right, right on the head, man. Mm-hmm. I like, I like how you put that one down, man. You, if you don't you know, mind, I would like to say one more thing and I'll keep it real quick. Go, is, go ahead. is another thing is when you go to church, open up your Bible and follow along with the pastor said, stop. And, and, and I hate to say this, but the black community is, is like really bad at this. Mm-hmm. Is we take, and then we want to turn around and complain about how bogus the pastor is and all how they're doing this, that, and the other. My, the Bible says my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. See, they don't keep going. If you keep Ooh. reading in Hosea, you keep reading Hosea, it says because you have rejected knowledge. Okay? So the thing is, is, is if, 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 I, if, I, if I'm telling lies, 
and I tell it over and over and over again, you're going to end it. You're going to, and you get it once a week. You're going to believe it. But if you come in there with the Bible and I'm saying all kinds of stuff and you start opening up your Bible and start following around, you can be like, no, dude, you off, bro. That's off. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. we, we're very lazy. And that's what I say. And uh, I just want to encourage people, man, when you go to a church, open your Bible and see what if the pastor, what he's saying is true. I even tell my own people. I tell my my people, hey, don't take my word for it. Study this. Stop. And I'll even tell them, stop taking my word for it. Study it. Yeah. I, I grew up not knowing how to read, too. So that's why people have no excuse. Like I I didn't know, learn how to read until I was 23 years old. I'm 35 man so, same, same true story same man with, same same with me like i know i um i got a i got a i got a i got a couple books out right wow i couldn't i couldn't you couldn't even get me to read a book wow you know? and and i got a couple books out wow you know, that i did and i got them on amazon and i talk wow. about how god changed my life and i talk about and i and i tell people i say it's bro not, you gotta send me that link man i'm sorry to oh yeah you gotta send oh. me that link I'm gonna send you the link, but I, I I tell people it's not it's not that we wasn't we don't know how to read. It's not that mm -hmm. it's what we wasn't taught correctly. That's right. Yeah. So I tell people when they be frustrated and they be mad, and I say, man, I say, do you know what the Bible means? They say no. I said, basic instructions, instructions before, before leaving Earth. Earth. <laughs> I say, so if I gave you a bike with no instruction, I say, put this bike together, you will be frustrated and mad yeah. and ready to throw the bike away. Yeah. That's how you feel with your life. Mm -hmm. You ready to throw your life away? Yeah, that's good. Because basic instruction, you not you not even cracking it open. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, they yeah. said if you want to have a secret, put it in the book. That's right. So, you know, and I'll be telling people that, man, you know, and for a long time I was saying, man, I can't read and I can't do this. And yeah. I'm saying, you know what? That's not true. I wasn't taught correctly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And when I got, when I taught myself and I had to teach myself and you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm doing a good job and I'm like, I ain't got no teacher, but I sit here and I, I, I read a book, listen to the audio book and next you know, I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, that's good. I'm like, so you can mm -hmm. teach yourself. You know, all this knowledge out here right now in the world, we got all these smartphones and we got all these dumb people with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying? That's so right, I'm like, man. I it, 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 it kind of grinds my gears, mm -hmm. if you could say. You know, like, I'd be like, man, I know because I was in that situation and I know people that can read. But the information that they're getting is not it's not good. It's not good. It's not good yeah. information. Yeah. So you can read and get all the bad information. Yeah. You know, so like yeah. I was saying, information rules the nation, man. You got to understand yeah. something, man. Mm -hmm. You know, so. Uh, That's yeah, good, man. man. Gonna, uh, uh, let me see. I got another. I got some more questions for you. Cool. You know, how do you feel about mega churches? Oh, man. <laughs> Why you gotta ask stuff like that? <laughs> uh, how do I feel about mega churches? Uh, I'm, I think this is probably the second time I've been asked this in so many different interviews. On okay, so wow. no, this is good. This is good. So I guess um, I think they can be very effective, and I can I think they can be very defective. Mm. 
Okay. So it just depends on, you know, it depends. If it's if it's led by God, if you're if you're led by if the pastor of that church and the leadership is being led by God, it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be a marathon. It's the the bigger platform you have, here's the deal. If you have godly character like Joseph and David, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay, them are two people that had more than a mega church. Their platform was bigger than a mega church. Think about it. They le- they led governments. Okay. If you have character like David and Joseph, your mega church is going to be great. It's going to do great things. Mm. But if you have character like Saul, King Saul, mm-hmm. full of pride, your mega church is going to be destructive to your people. Mm. Yeah. And I asked that question because, you know, um, you know, I'll be following you and I seen you say, man, we're going to go out here and speak the word, man. And we're going to have no cameras. We ain't going to have nothing. We just going to go yeah. find people. And I say, man, that's dope. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. you know, that's dope. But, you know, a lot of people like my dad used to tell me, he's like, man, go to a big church, go to a big. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why I got to go to a big church? I feel like I'm not even seen in the big church. The church too mm-hmm. big, mm-hmm. you know, and I can't even ask questions like really for real. Personally, me, I like Bible study more than the mm-hmm. church. I like mm-hmm. Bible study because I can talk to the people and mm-hmm. ask questions, you know. So, yeah, that's what I like. So, yeah, you you tapped it on. Okay, okay. So, look, we I got this thing. We already at 30 minutes, and I got this thing called an hour of power. That's what we do. You know, so okay. I appreciate you coming on the Fan Mission Podcast. Yes, sir. So I'm gonna have to I appreciate you, you having me. Man, man, I appreciate you taking time out your day. Yeah. Zuck, I got another question. If yes, you sir. could talk to your 16-year-old self at the age you're at right now, what would you tell him? Say say that again. I'm sorry. If you can talk to your 16-year-old self at the, at the age you're at right now, what would you tell him? Oh, man. Uh, this is a, First of all, that's a really good question. I would say, man, slow down. Mm. Slow down. Um. Slow down and pay attention. Mm. That's what I would say. I would say a whole lot more, but that would probably be the biggest one is slow down, man. Just, I was out, you know, for, for years, even after I got born again, I was, I wanted to, I wanted to get to the finish line, man. Mm. I, I was so quick to get to the finish line and God's about the journey, folks. He is. Mm. He's about the journey. And uh, the the journey is what prepares you for the finish line. And if you try to get there too fast, you won't be prepared. You won't even be able to handle the finish line. So that's what I would have said to my 16-year-old self. That's what I say all to the 16-year-olds now is slow down. <laughs> yeah. So what did that, that finish line look like to you? What, what did it look like back then? Yeah. Well, back then it was – that was – real bad (laughs) so how do it look now it was it was fortune and fame and just glorification you know you know you made a comment earlier and i've been wanting to and i and i tell people about this is and i'm gonna be talking about this is uh you said something about like the exposure and a lot of people say that a lot of people notice that about me they say man your your exposure is it's it's not out there for real it's not like that and i just want to say this that I tell people, wait on God's timing to promote you. Mm-hmm. Like people, people don't know this, but I have a media marketing company that 
that's what I do for that's what I do for a living. That's how okay. I make a living. Okay, I have a staff and everything. So I could put myself out there. I give I give artists, I, I teach social media classes, I give artists advice, and when they put my advice um into action, they get they grow above what I ever I have ever been. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And people ask me all the time, because I'll tell artists, I'll say, they'll say, well, Mike, man, you told me to do this, but I don't see you doing it. I said, man, first of all, number one, I'm in a different lane than you are. I'm in a totally different lane. And I said, number two, I'm not trying to promote myself. Mm. I'm not trying to promote myself. See, when, when you see what God wants is for us to have the ability to promote ourselves and we won't do it until and we won't move until he says move. Mm. David was the David was bad. David was declared an anointed king over Israel by Samuel. Okay. He could have killed King Saul. King Saul was trying to kill him. If David would have killed King Saul, he would not have to wander in the wilderness no more. He would have immediately been king, but he did not kill King Saul. He had the opportunity to kill him. God gave him that opportunity. God gave him that opportunity to kill King Saul, but he didn't take it. He said, I will not touch God's anointing. He waited on God to promote him. And, mm. and, and, and Joseph did the same thing. And so I just want to say the thing is that I'm, I've learned to wait on my time. That's right. I'm, I'm waiting on promotion from God. I don't want to promote myself. I could, but right. I'm not going to. Right. And, that, and that's what I tell people all the time. They're like, man, you know, I had a whole bunch of music, a whole bunch of stuff on YouTube, and I just deleted all of it. Mm -hmm. Memories. And, you know, everybody, um, your dad, he hit me up. Man, what a music. What is that? We did a whole bunch of good stuff. But mm -hmm. I had my good stuff mixed up with my bad stuff, mm -hmm. and I couldn't pick between it. I said, you know mm -hmm. what? I'm just going to get rid of all of them. Mm -hmm. I'm done. And I'm, I tell people, I say, I don't want to be promoted. I don't want to. If I want to be promoted, I could have stayed rapping. I could have stayed putting mm -hmm. videos out. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but I'm not promoting that. Mm -hmm. Not anymore. Yeah. You know, so I use my platform for people like you. That's what's up, man. You know what I'm saying? That's and what's um, up. It, I got a big platform, but you know, mm -hmm. like you said, I don't need no big stuff. Like I'm waiting mm -hmm. for God to promote me. We, we, we're, mm -hmm. we're, gonna, we're gonna be all right. That's what's you know up. What I'm saying? Man. We're gonna be all right. That's what's so, up. Uh, so we go, we was going to talk about music and business. Mm -hmm. So you said you had what going on? You're a promotion company. Yeah. So last day records, music, business services. I don't know. Maybe mm -hmm. I can go like this. See a little poster back there. Oh yeah. We got last day uh, records, music, business services. I'll probably have somebody posting a link. Oh, it's right there. Um, they can go watch. They can go. You can post, uh, uh if somebody posts a link from my page. Mm -hmm. um, you can go check out Last State Records Music Business Services. So we do uh, services for independent artists, record labels, managers, DJs, whatever you want to do. We do independent service for all of that. So we do we set up a publishing company, legit record labels. We're able to tie your pub your legit publishing company to your record label to where you're able to collect royalties on any platform. We register your music with the Billboard charts. Um, to where they're actually they're, they're they're actually recording your streams and your plays wherever they go. So if you get if you get your music on um, on radio uh, and you're being uh, uh, on rotation, whatever radio station uh, it's on, you're going to collect royalties on Spotify, on Pandora, things like that. A lot of people just put their music up on 
um, online and things like that. And they're not really collecting royalties because they don't have legit publishing set up. So we have administrators on our team that that's all they do. Administ uh, publishing is not creative whatsoever. It's the, the most unsexy side of the music business, mm. if you could say. Okay. But then we set up legit record labels, you know, um, and any state we have the ability, we have, we work with, uh, uh independent artists, record labels all over, um, the United States. And then we do, um, we do media marketing, obviously video photography, um, and then social media, we do full social media setup, professional graphics, professional pages, set all that stuff up. And then we can do uh, social media marketing. Okay. We do social media marketing as well. So. Okay. Okay. I like yep. that, man. What else you got going on, man? I wanted to ask you, do you have a church? Yes. Yes, I do. I pastor the church. That's what's up, man. What's I pastor the church. It's called Building Kingdom Citizens, but we have not launched yet. Okay. Okay. So we've been doing, uh, we was doing everything under men standing positive. I'll talk about that in a second. We was doing everything under men standing positive, but God has been calling me to actually launch a church for a long time. But I was, like I said, that whole commandment thing, right? I was disobedient. Uh, delayed obedience is disobedient. And that's the way mm. I was, but I'm, I've repented of that and I'm focused now. So, uh, stay tuned. We will be launching a church, um, very soon. So I'll let you know, but men standing positive. Um, I've been doing that for 14 years. It, there is going to be some changes with men standing positive. That's where I did all the outreach. Um, we had a mentor program. We did a lot of school events. Um, things like that. Like, man, we've been, I've been doing school events for years. That's what I'm saying. It's just not like the news would come out and they would shoot us and they wouldn't even put it on the news. <laughs> they would shoot it, but they wouldn't air it. That's what I'm saying, man. So, uh, but yeah, we did a lot of school events and we got a lot of stuff coming up um, as well. So I will be doing more of the music here soon. I'm going to be dropping some new music as well uh, soon. Uh, God is definitely going to free me up to where I'll be able to do uh, a lot more touring and stuff like that and going places, doing performances and things like that. I have not been doing that. I've been focused on the business um, and the church, things mm -hmm. like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how you got to be. If you want to do business correctly, yeah. you, know, you got to work the background. You know, Absolutely. It, ain't, it ain't all about the forefront, you know. And, you know, like Absolutely. I tell I tell my wife, I say, man, if, if a lot of people run a household like a business. Oh yeah. They'd be well off. Absolutely. I say because they got a timely manner how when to be at work, when they get off work, when they go on lunch break, when they do that. Yeah. But then the household is not like that. Nope. And I'll be telling them, I say, man, you know, we got like I run my household like man, 10 o'clock, man, we everybody in bed. It's, it's over with. Ain't, ain't cool, nothing out <laughs> ain't cool, all night, you know. But I get up at cool, five. Man. They say, Man, you go to bed so early. I say. Hey, but I get up early, five in the morning. I'm early. up and at it. Now, if I call you at five in the morning, as I, I wouldn't, but if I call you five in the morning, you wouldn't be, you'll be, you'd be mad. You'd be yeah. mad. You, yeah. you probably was just getting in. See, yeah. we on we on two different um schedules. Exactly. So I and I tell people that, and they be like, man, you know, like <laughs> one of your videos, you say, people be asking me, like, why I don't come over and hang out? I'm not finna disrespect your house. That's right. And I said, man, that's dope. I say, because yeah. I don't want nobody knocking on my door after 10. Don't disrespect my house. Don't disrespect yeah. what I got going on. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? 
So yeah, I, I like that, man. You know, you got a couple of videos, man, that that's that's really dope. And I say, man, I like I like how you be putting it down, man. So mm -hmm. um and you young, man. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of young people don't even always say, like, you know, around the age Jesus died, you know, um, that's when you start coming to your senses. You start because mm -hmm. uh, younger than that. You just you just running wild. Yeah, yeah. So, no sense. So people will wake up. I give them some time to wake mm -hmm. up. Well, the Bible says, "Serve the Lord while you're young." So I I heard that and I was like, okay, I I should do this. <laughs> yeah, because it's gonna it's gonna turn into a habit and it's mm -hmm. gonna be a lifestyle. That's right. You know what that's I'm saying. Right. So that's what we need. So it's a lot of young kids out here that they even they never heard of Christ. You know, like um. Mm -hmm. No, my um, my oldest son. You know, I got custody of him now, and I, I I used to take him to church, and he used to feel like uncomfortable, and I used to talk to him about the Bible. We used to be, and he was clueless, like. Mm -hmm. And I say, man, did your mom ever talk to you about God or talk? He's like, no, it's the first time I ever heard it, man. Wow. Know. And I'm like, it's a lot of kids out there like that. Absolutely. And he was, and, and you know. He was about, he's 21 now. He's about mm -hmm. 17. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was yeah. like, wow. I said, wow. So, you know, um, Monty, can you give me a second, man? I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah. uh, I'm going to plug my phone in. It's, it's about to die. All right, go ahead. It'll take me one second, my man. Yep. Yeah, this your boy, Monty G, on the Fan Mission Podcast. And we have a exclusive interview with Pastor Mike, you know. It's going down. Let me see. Mm. All right. I hope that that works. All right. Mm. So, as a um, no, I don't like a. All right, because I know you don't like to talk about the past. No, that's the past. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who told yeah. you that? <laughs> you told me that. You know I told you that. <laughs> yeah, you say, hey, don't be bringing up my past because that is not me anymore. No, oh, man, hold on now. <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on a minute. You see, said. Man, I know you. I know you. See, look, hold on. This is what I mean by that. I want to say this. Like, dude, you don't even. You, 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 I know you're not on that. Okay. Like, I'm talking about people when I get around and like, hey, man, you remember that one time we did this with that chick and blah, blah, blah. We smoked this and we smoked that. And blah, blah. Like, shut up, dude. I don't even want to talk about who cares. Dude, that, you know Listen. what I'm saying? Or uh, I get around you and you talking to me about what so and so did, you yeah. know, over and over and over and over again. And, and you, you just beating that over the head. That, that's more of what I'm saying. But, you know, I know that you you got a good heart by what you're saying, man. You 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 trying to use it to help people, and no, I don't. I'm I'm totally yeah, for that. Man. But I felt what you were saying because I had a friend come visit me, and uh, we haven't seen each other in about twelve years. Mm -hmm. You know, probably more than that. And um, he been around my he been around my kids. My kids, they you know, said so they they up in age now. And he was like, "Oh man, your dad this and me, your dad." And I'm like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey." And my kids know me as me. Mm -hmm. When we was hanging out, I didn't even have kids, bro. Mm -hmm. Don't tell my kids that. Because that wasn't their daddy then. Yeah, absolutely. You feel me? Absolutely. Now, 
that's what I'm talking Absolutely. about. And, and that's how I felt about when you said that. I said, man, bro, that's that's tapping in. You know, I have friends that talk about the old me. And I'm like, bro, that's not me anymore, mm-hmm. man. You know what I'm saying? I was kid, mm-hmm. I was a kid and I was lost, bro. I was, yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But sometimes they live the same lifestyle as we did when we was 15, 16. Exactly. And I'm like, man, sometimes they don't know that you can be stuck in your growth. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You're not learning anymore. You sometimes, you know, I read someone say, oh, people don't even pick up a book once they leave high school. Mm-hmm. And that's sad, bro. And I'm like, it here it is. Here it is. I, I didn't pick up a book in high school. Mm-hmm. Now I'm out of high school. I pick up all kind of books. I got exactly. all kind of stuff laying around. I'm like, man, you know, and um, uh, I was reading, I think, in Napoleon Hill or something. He was like, man, you know, you can tell a lot when you walk in somebody's house and look at the books they have. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if a person say he cook and don't got a cookbook, he fooling himself. He playing. <laughs> you played yourself. Like DJ Cap, you played yourself. You Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. So um hold on one second, man. I'm sorry. I'm for some reason I don't think my phone's charging. Let me put I'm gonna oh, put it over yeah, here. I'm just gonna move time. you over here, man. Take your time. Take your time. Thank God for technology, right? Yeah. Let me put this Mm-hmm. Let me see if I have another question for you. All right. There it is. There, it is. there we go. You good? Okay. Now we're good, man. Now we're good. Mm-hmm. All right. So what what do you um what do you see yourself in the next five years? Five years. So um I'll be honest with you, I have a lot of ideas of where I want to be in the next five years, but um well, I, I take that back. Hold on. I take that back. Not what you want to How do you see yourself in the next five years? See myself. Okay. I see myself. Um, I see myself walking um, in new levels of obedience with God. I see uh, the church up and running and us being very effective in the community. Uh, I see... I see myself just doing everything I can to um, to continue to change. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Change. That's big. It's just trying to change. So that's what I see. Uh-huh. So you change. Um, yeah, change is good because a lot of people don't change. Yeah. You know, change and, is um, hard. Change is very hard. It's necessary, but it's hard. Yeah. But it's necessary. You know, a lot of people say, man, you changed. I say, yeah, I'm glad you noticed. I'm glad you noticed. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Man, you know, I'm glad you noticed. I'm glad you noticed. So uh, let me see. All right. I I got some things. My daughter texting me. And I ain't with Um. Dang, okay. So, the music, right? You talked about, um, you talked about, well, how important it is to get your music out. Because a lot of kids, like you say, you talked about putting your music on the websites like YouTube and you mm-hmm. just let it sit. 
And yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like how important that is to you. Like, you know, like was you did it start with you? Like I was just posting music and I thought I was doing my thing. And then you learned about the back history of the music, like you learned about mm -hmm. the business part of the music. Mm -hmm. What is the first thing you need to learn about music other than rapping or whatever you do? Mm, I mean, I would side. I would say study the business or learn the business. You don't you don't even have to you don't even have to you don't have to be a master at the business or, you know, you don't have to be a know-it-all at the business, but get around somebody that does. Call mm. Last Day Records. <laughs> last, yeah. Just type in lastdayrecords.com, man. We'll hook you up. That's all you need. So that's why I tell everybody, right? But, uh, like, you, when I say when it comes to the music business, the business needs to come first because creativity will not want to stop for it later. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So Dr. Dre said um, – the uh, the music business is 90% uh, business, 10% talent. Mm. I agree. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, um, the thing is, is, is so many people, they just go, they just do it. They don't, they don't learn the business. So you're not set up for a return. You put, and you put a lot of time into it. You put a lot of time and energy and effort in what you're doing and you're not even set up for a return. You need to get, a, you need to get set up for a return on your investment. I always tell people like, Hey, what if your song blew up tomorrow? It was number one on Spotify, num number one on hit every hit radio station in the world. Would you, would you be able to collect the royalties for all of it? And if you do not have publishing set up and you don't have your label set up correctly, you ain't getting none of that money. You ain't getting none of it. You see what I'm saying? So you're not even, you're not even set up to get a return on your investment. And so that's what I advise artists out there is to um get set up and here's the thing last day records my company we are the first and i'm not joking we are the first in the midwest and beyond it seems like so far we're still searching um to be a publishing administrating um, a publishing administration company that does not take any commission it's mm. a flat rate fee so let me give you an example of what that means we will okay. set you up with a publishing company, a legit publishing company with all the major publishing administrators. OK, you just got we take out the middleman. We'll set your company up. Then we'll register your music for you. So say you make twenty five thousand, forty thousand, you know, one hundred thousand dollars in a year, two or three years off of your publishing. We will not collect a, a percentage of that whatsoever. Yeah. We get zero percent for that. OK, of that. Now, here's the deal. Because of us is the reason why you're able to collect all of those royalties in the first place. We charge a flat rate fee. That's it. A lot of people don't believe that. And we're the first publishing administration company um, in the Midwest and beyond, it seems like, that is doing that. So you want to set up your company? We'll do it for a flat rate fee. We'll register your music for a flat rate fee. You don't ever have to pay us again. So your song blows up. You don't know it's no royalties. Like you can't even go to CD Baby and sign up without them taking out a percentage. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, you come to us, you come to us, man. We'll set it all up, put you in bed, right with the the, the major publishing administrator. Set your company up just like Interscope, Capital Records, all of these different things. We can set you up mm -hmm. just like that. And the cool thing is, we give you free advice. It's free advice. So uh, let me give you an example. Um, I've signed some bad deals in my day. OK, mm. and I've had people I've paid people to set up companies for me, publishing companies and things like that. And they didn't show me how to use it. They didn't show me how to do it. I can't tell you how many LLCs I set up and I didn't even use it correctly. 
I paid the, you know, thousands upon thousands of dollars in taxes, not even knowing that I didn't have to pay taxes. You get what I'm saying? We teach you how to use what we set up for you and it's free. And see, that's what yeah. I'll be talking about. It's not that you don't know. It's, it's you didn't get the right information. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. crazy, man. You know, mm -hmm. so, yeah, so, man, y'all need to go ahead and tap in if y'all want to do some music. I know a couple guys that are doing music and um, they need some help, so. Yeah, yeah. somebody should be posting links right now. Somebody put post a link, laststayrecords.com. Laststayrecords.com. Click on that link. You can watch some YouTube videos to get more information about what we're doing and how we're doing things, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. Um, I got a question, man. Yes, sir. For some reason, I'll be honest with you, man. Like you're, I'm, you're, you're a little bit lower than what you have. It's hard to hear you. Oh, it's, it's hard to hear me. Yeah, I was gonna see you move the mic up a little bit more. Oh yeah, okay. You hear me? Hey, so look, I there got a go. question for you. Um, what do, what do love mean to you? What does love mean to me, man, dude? He. he I got to say, dude, you be asking some really good questions, man. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, a lot of people be saying, no, I love you. And we throw this word around. We throw yeah. God around. We know, but what is love? You know, what is, what, is, yeah. what is it to you? Like, you know, I have my personal way of talking about love. But mm -hmm. what do it mean to you? So, number one, love to me is an action word. It is not a feeling. Okay. Because if love is a feeling, you're in big trouble. And everybody you love is in big trouble. Mm. If love was a feeling, God's love for us, we would be in big trouble. Mm. Okay. Okay, so love isn't a feeling. Love is a choice. You know, people like, I fell in love. Love at first sight. That doesn't make no sense. Love at first sight. Man, it's not love at first sight. It's lust at first sight. You like her right. hair. You like her curves. You like the way she looks. That is flesh, man. That ain't love. Let me tell you what love is. Love is, I don't like your hair. Your breast oh. stinks, as a matter of fact. And oh. you got a stink attitude today. Oh. And I don't feel like treating you right. I don't feel mm. like doing the right thing with you. But I'm going to choose to do it anyway. Why? Because I love you. That's love. That's love. Love is, love is action when you don't feel like it. Ooh. Christ loved us even when we didn't love him. Mm. So that's what love is to me. And I'm still Ooh. learning that. So don't don't think, oh man, Mike got this together. No, nah, man, I'm still learning this, bro. Hey, and that's why I'm still trying. I gotta go home to my wife tonight and do this. I you gotta love her. Man, and that's why I'll be saying, like, but what you say, you gotta learn. Like, people don't want to learn, they yeah. they think. And I'm 21. I know what I know. No, you know how to survive. Yeah. Yeah. You know how to survive. But you yeah. know, to, to me, love, I, I explain to my kids, I say, man, this is how I look at love. Love is growth, right? When you love your kid, you teach him how to use a spoon and a fork. You teach him how to tie his shoes. You teach him how to, because you love him and you teaching yeah. him. Yeah, you don't love the next door neighbor kid because you don't go over there trying to teach him how to ride a bike. Amen. Come on, you ain't over there teaching him how to do something, but you love your. Family. So, 
that's love. So, you know, I'll be telling people, I say, man, just because you live with your parent, you know, don't mean that they, they just raising you. You know, I ask people, I say, do you know how kids spell love? How? T-I-M-E. Oh, wow. Yeah. Time. Yeah, that's good. Because if you ain't spend no time with not, me. Not money, right. <laughs> not money. <laughs> not Jordan's, huh? Yeah, no. They don't understand sure. that. If you ain't spend no time with me, yeah, I feel like you don't look. If, if your wife ain't spend no time with you in six months. Yeah. How you gonna feel? Exactly. I don't care how many, but I don't care how many cars she buys me. Or, Man, how you know many pairs saying? of shoes uh, or clothes or whatever it is. None of that. Like spending yeah. time, spending time. That's that's the true love right there. Like, man, you spending right. time, you spending time in the Bible, you loving God, you spending time in it, you spending time. Time is it, and we can't get time back. That's right. So yep. you gotta be careful who you spend your time with, who you share your love with, because right. sometimes. We spend major time on, we spend major time on things that ain't even beneficial to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I don't know, man. So, you know, I I just be, I be, I be tapping in like that. I be like, man, you know, um, and I been want to chop it up with you, man. You know. Uh, That's what's and, up. When I when I first seen you and you know when I first seen you because you know me and your dad you know we like this I'm in Florida now I was in Minnesota with him and uh, we used to do the ministry so you live in Florida now yeah I live in Florida now where at um Orlando okay all right yeah so you know what I'm saying I'm living I'm in Florida now he's like man money we need to get back up here and we do some stuff but when he was saying he like oh yeah this is my son right here you he look I say dang that look like my boy Mikey he like mm-hmm. oh his name Mike. And I was like, dang, I'm like, that's crazy, man. And and I instantly was thinking, like, you no, know, my, my boy Mike, he passed. He was we was off mm-hmm. in the street, and you know what I'm saying? Some crazy stuff went down. Mm-hmm. And I, I when I first seen you, I was thinking, because I used to do music and videos. First thing I say, man, I need him in my movie, man. He uh-huh. can play, he can play my boy Mikey in the movie. Yeah, okay. I say, oh man, could you look just like him? Like I, everything wow. I when I be watching you doing your thing and you be you know, when you be doing your music, I'm like, man, he remind me of my best friend. Wow. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. So we do have twins out here. Okay. So, yeah. So yeah, I just okay. throw that out there because it, it was on my mental. But yeah, um, so what kind of advice would you tell to the young youth? Just uh about anything or specific something specific. Um Yeah, like I mean, what would you tell them? Like, I know you say you talk to a lot of young kids, mm-hmm. and um, the kids that don't understand life right now. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people we still trying to understand it, mm-hmm. but like I tell people, I say I tell my kids, or I say people. When I say people, I mean my kids. So all my friends, my so-called friends, they all gone and locked up and they're well. So I tell my kids, I say, man, we have to help people. Mm-hmm. We got to help people. We got to teach people. We got to let people know that we was on this earth. What are we going to leave behind? Mm-hmm. And see, I didn't want to leave behind the old me. I want to leave behind stuff like this. That's been That's right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, yeah. we got to put a stamp in there. Let us know we mm-hmm. was here. It's like a plant. It's like a tree. You know, you can plant that seed. You might not get an apple, 
but you plant that seed and your great great grandkids can sit there and and have a fruit and say man my grandpa planted this tree you know and it's just like we planting seeds man it's like mm-hmm. we planting seeds like we might not see it grow we might not like right now we're doing this podcast somebody can get some information out of this podcast and later on down in life we can help them out absolutely so, you know so well what comes to mind what, what comes to mind right now is uh and i don't know if this is for somebody but do everything you can not to hate your parents do everything you can to to not i don't care how young you are i don't care how old you are fight to not hate your parents fight to not harden your heart towards your your mother and your father see the bible says those that love their mother and father and respect their mother and father it shall go well with you it doesn't say if your mother and father are acting right and doing everything right and raising you right no it says honor your mother and your father and i just want to say fight for that man yeah your mom might be doing some stuff right now your mom might be doing something to you right now or she might not be there or she's not something's going on man but do everything you can not to hate her because god wants to reconcile that relationship same thing with your father maybe your father wasn't there or maybe your father is there but he's treating you a certain way do everything you can not to dishonor them So that that's what I want. That's what I would say to the young people out there is honor. Do everything you can to honor your father and your mother. You know, not because just because the pastor said so and things like that. God will bless you for it. I'm telling you, God will bless you for it. He will fight, fight, fight against hardening your heart, man. Because when you harden your heart towards your your father and your mother, you will pay for it dearly. Regardless of what they did, regardless of what they're doing, when you harden your heart, man, you have unforgiveness and bitterness that you're going to carry that for the rest of your life. Mm. You're going to carry that for the rest of your life and you're going to end up doing exactly what they did. The very thing that you may be hardening your heart and having in that bitterness and that resentment towards them, you're going to carry that for the rest of your life. If you want to be free, don't hate them for it. Mm. Don't hate them. Protect your heart from hating your mother. And your father, you honor them anyway. I don't care mm. what they did. I don't care if they wasn't there, they was there, and they did this, that, and the other. Honor them anyway. Mm. Yeah, that's deep because you know a lot of a lot of kids out here, you know, um, they they disrespectful to their parents. They're like, man, they yeah. don't care. But you got to understand that some people just don't know. No, you got to understand. A lot of people don't understand. You know, and um, you can hold all this hatred in your heart, and you're gonna—it's gonna hurt you more than it hurt Absolutely. them. Absolutely, they don't—they don't even know that how you feel. Absolutely, because you, you won't even talk to them. Absolutely. So, so yeah, that, I, I can relate to that. I just want to say real quick that I've—I've I've had to learn this, and I'm still learning this. Mm. I've had to learn this, and I'm still learning this. So I just—I just, I just want to say, man, that I'm not. You know, don't don't look at me like I'm somebody. I'm having right. to learn this as well. That's why I'm saying it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you know, we all got to learn, but you know, we got to learn from each other, and that's, that's right. why, and that's why uh, we got the Fan Mission Podcast, the Family yeah. on the Mission. I have a question, man. Hey, go ahead. Go ahead. Ask a question. Let's go. Hey, man, the Fan Mission. 
Yeah, family. From did you get that from the commission, the mafia commission? No, you didn't get no, that. I did. No, I was just thinking the fan mission, like you know, the family on the mission. Like man, you know, we always be talking about man, we finna go on this mission. Man, we need to go on a mission. Uh, okay, but everybody like when we was young, it's like. I want to get on the mission. I want to go on the mission. I mean, oh, me and my homies, we're on the mission. We're on the mission. Family you know on a mission. Okay, yeah, I like but, that. Yeah, but you never been on a mission with your family. That, you, never wow. went grocery, you never went grocery shopping with your mom. Wow. Yeah, like, be on a mission with your family because your friends, and sometimes you can pick friends and you can make them a family just because y'all related don't make you family. I understand that. And, um, but man, like you said, be on a mission to make it make it right with your mom and your dad. Be like, you know what? Y'all right. I'm finna call my mom and dad today. Cause you know what? Tomorrow ain't promised. That's right. That's so right, man, man, get on that mission, man. Go ahead, go ahead and suck it up. And you ain't gotta be like, wow. I'm sorry for this. I'm sorry. Just talk to him, man. You know, I love that, man. I'm I'm sorry. I thought it was, I thought that's what you was doing, you know. But I, I like that American gangster history stuff and Lucky Luke uh, yeah. I'm like, man, he doing the commission. That's tight. <laughs> oh, man, this is 10 times better. I love it. Yeah, family like on a mission. Man. I like, deep, bro. man, y'all on the mission, man. Like you and your wife, I see how y'all doing your thing. You know, she called me like, yeah, G Money. I'm trying to, and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah. I tell them my wife, like, hey, that that's right. I like that. I like how they, yeah. yeah. Man, I love that. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that because you got to be excited to do something. If you don't get give your kids something to do, if you don't give your your wife something to do, if you don't give your husband something to do, they're gonna find something to do. That's right. That's right. Well, God, God said, God said, I'm gonna give a man a helpmate, but you ain't letting her help you do anything. <laughs> man, look, I tell you don't want a helpmate. You want to just tell somebody this how I want. No, you need a helpmate. You need somebody to help you, man. But you got to yeah. let them help you. Man, on the real, you got to let them help. You know, and that's what it is, man. You know, I tell people all the time. I'm like, I'm talking to my manager. they like, your manager. And I turn over to my wife like, hey, could this my manager right here. Oh, man, you a ball and chain, bro. Seriously? Get out of here. Hey, hey. They want to try to pull that. Man, listen. But them people right there like, okay. I'd rather be in a ball and chain. I'd rather be stuck in this situation, man. Be stuck in your situation, though. Yeah. So you gotta look at your situation and my situation. Exactly. Which one? Which one pan out better? Exactly. You know. Exactly. I've been my yeah. wife so almost. I don't know. I ain't gonna say it online, but you know. Yeah. Text it to together. me when you get off. Yeah, we we've been together for a while, almost uh, 18, 17, 20 years. Wow. Yeah, I say. Congratulations, man. Yeah. So. Yeah, we've been together for a while. Like, we've been together for 20 years, and we was married for, like, 18, 17 years. So, wow. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's coming up on 18 yeah. years. So, yeah, we've been together. That's my best friend, man. We cool. So, you know what I'm saying? I like that, man. I like that. So, um, we can chop it up some more. We already at the hour. You know, it's just the hour of power. But, man, anything you want to say to the people out there? I just want to say, hey, man, I appreciate you for having me on here, bro. I really do. I appreciate this time to get to know you. I would love to get to know you more. We definitely got to connect. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been watching what you've been doing for a while. I don't know if you've noticed that. I remember mm -hmm. the music you was putting out and stuff like that. I liked it. 
Um, so I seen the talent, I seen the gifts, you know what I mean? So I just, and I also respect where, how much you've grown too. So I just, I love what you're doing, man. And, um, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it, um, going forward if you let me. So, Mm -hmm. um, definitely, man, I hope that we can build a friendship going forward. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes, indeed. And, and, and the fam, the family on a mission, family, dude, that is dope. Am I allowed to say yeah. dope? Yeah, yeah. You right. say dope. Right. We Long... say that over here in St. Louis, man. Oh, man. No, no, no. <laughs> we hey. say cats and dope and stuff like that and, hey. and dirty. I don't say the dirty because I take a shower. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, that is dope. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, man, I, bro, I, I love that vision. I love that idea. Um, and just any way I can be a part to help, if I, how, however I can help, that God has mm-hmm. is, is called me to help you in any kind of way, just let me know, bro. But yeah, we should definitely connect. Uh, oh, yeah. And stay, and stay in contact. That's for sure. Oh, man. We definitely going to do that. So I got another question for you. Yes, sir. And if any of your viewers have questions too, I'll answer those. I don't know if you do that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. 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 I just didn't want to. Um, I just didn't want to cut you off when using your thing because you know sometimes you're good. You're good. like i pop up with some questions and, and you no know saying they answer some questions but um yeah what is do you have a story that you was like man god is real man mm-hmm. what was that first story like what was that first counter that she said bro this is it because when you was younger you know we were just doing our thing but when was that time you said, man, this is real, bro. This is this is what's going on. This I need to, I need to, I need to step back and chill. I need to really get on my A game. Mm-hmm. You know. So what that story sound like? Do you have a story? That's a, that's a really good question. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell this story. So I was in the process of learning how to read the Bible. And uh, my grandma told me, she said, if you if you just pray before you read, pray before you read. And uh, at this point in time, I was practicing not having unmarital sex and stuff like that. And you got to stand that, that that was crazy for me to do that because I came from that pimp background. I used to do some crazy stuff. And so my friends literally almost thought I was about to come out the closet when they seen that uh, lifestyle change. You know what I'm saying? But. I was practicing that lifestyle and I was trying to read the Bible and I couldn't read it. I just couldn't read. I couldn't read, man. I I was struggling. I couldn't read. Mm -hmm. And one day I prayed and I tried reading and I got so frustrated. I took the Bible, man. I threw it up against the wall, busted all over the place, messed, messed the Bible up. And the next night or two, I went out and I tried sleeping with a girl. I literally, and I'm talking this girl that I, and, this girl that I was trying to get with was trying to get with me multiple different times. Okay. That that night it should have happened. Well, I went and I stayed at her house and I tried doing something with her and she she said, no. And I know this is, man, I'm being real transparent right now. Right. I usually don't talk. You talk about the past stuff. Somebody maybe needs to hear this. And that girl told me, no, she said, no, she just said, no. And she kept saying no. And she didn't. Even, it's like she didn't even know why she said no. And I got up and I was frustrated. I got up in the middle of the night and I went in her living room and I turned on the TV and there was this pastor on the TV. And the pastor, and I wasn't listening to the pastor. 
I wasn't. I was just kind of thinking like, man, what the heck is going on? You know what I'm saying? And I, my blood's flowing and, you know, and my body, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what and, you mean. And so, and so he gets in the screen and he says, hey, when God calls you to something and he calls you away from something, even when you try to go back, it ain't going to work. Mm. Follow God. That was it for me, man. That was it for me. Mm. I got in my car and I left that house, man. And I didn't go back. Mm. And uh, that's when it that that's when it was real for me. You know, the Bible says a man that turn, returns to his old ways is like a, a dog returning to his own vomit. That's the way it was. Yeah. It wasn't satisfying. It wasn't working. I didn't want it. And uh, yeah, I didn't turn back after that. I mean, I yeah. deal with stuff. I deal with stuff, you know, but I, I didn't turn back. So. Yeah, I mean, we all deal with stuff, but yeah, you know, that's, yeah, that's dope. It's like, man, you try to, yeah, I use your word. Yeah, that's dope. You know, uh, yeah, because, like I said, man, we not being the self that we supposed to be. Like, we not being our, um, we, we all know what we need to be doing. We know what we're doing wrong. We know what we're doing wrong. Don't nobody have to teach you how to do wrong. If yeah. you ask a kid, if he ate some cookies knowing he was supposed to eat yeah. it, and he got cookies all in his face, and you say, you ate some cookies? He going to say, who taught him how to lie? Exactly. It's that sin nature, man. You're born into iniquity, transgression against God. Yeah. So don't nobody have to teach you how to be bad. Come on, man. Somebody got to teach you how to do wrong. That's you know right. it's wrong. Yeah. Because yeah. you hide your hands. Mm-hmm. You know what's wrong. You know what's wrong, man. You know it. So yeah, yeah man. Uh, dang, man, I could talk to you forever, but this man, I'll tell you. I, yeah, I'm well, you can't. Man. You you going over? You thirteen minutes over, man. Hey, man, you can see it. <laughs> hey, but you know we can keep going, man. So um, I think you was gonna ask the viewers if they had any questions. Yeah, there's a viewers got any questions. We got a couple of people in here. You know, people like to watch the videos afterwards because you know people at work and everything. Okay. Yeah, um uh let me see, man. Let me see. Do I got any more questions? One more question for you then. And I can come on, I'll have to come on sometime around the evening. So you know what I'm saying? I can mm -hmm. do that sometime. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely, I definitely appreciate you. Coming on the podcast, checking us out, man. Absolutely. You know, uh, man, it's been a pleasure. Yes, you sir. Know, and uh, I like this. Like, And, you know, a lot of people don't, and I know the platform ain't big, but a lot of people don't like to talk about God. But it's mm -hmm. necessary. It's necessary. Like, man, you got to understand mm -hmm. that it's a, it's a higher power than us. And I, I like what you said. You said, man, I don't care what church you go to. Man, just get there. I don't care who you go, man. Just get some, get some, get some love in your life, man. Mm -hmm. Because it's easy to find behind. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So absolutely. Let me see. I got my glasses on. Okay. Yeah. Um. You said, "What's your baptism? What's your thoughts?" Oh, you on baptism. You said, "What being baptized? What's your thoughts like on baptism?" Um, what's my thoughts on being baptized? Yeah. 
Well, after you, uh, you know, Jesus said uh, Nicodemus, he had a um, he sat down with Nicodemus. Nic Nicodemus was a Pharisee. Uh, he was a lead Pharisee um, around that time. But he asked he asked Christ, hey, how can I enter into the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus said, you have to be born again. And he mm -hmm. went on to say, OK, well, how is that possible for a man to be reborn again? He says mm -hmm. a man has to be born of the spirit and of the water. So being born again means accepting Jesus Christ in your heart as your Lord and Savior, repenting and turning from your sins. OK, repent. The repent is huge. Jesus said repent. OK, and be baptized. John the Baptist said repent and be baptized, meaning change your mind, change mm -hmm. the way you think and be baptized. So baptism should definitely follow um, you giving your life to the Lord. It's an open you're openly saying, I have repented. You're openly saying, I have accepted Christ. A lot of people believe that, you know, it, it is the, the being baptized is the way to heaven. No, that's not what your Bible says. Mm. Um, it's an open statement of, hey, look, I am being baptized. Jesus said, repent and be baptized. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, like, um, yeah, a lot of people say that they say, um, what do y'all mean when you say being born again? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so can you explain to the people that's mm -hmm. to the people what that mean? Well, that that's the only time. So most denominations, uh, Baptist, Pentecostal, Apostolic, most denominations, even uh, non-denominational, they believe they they believe that. Um, that you have to be born again, which I do too. It is big, but Jesus only said that one time when he was talking to Nicodemus. Okay. Mm. But being born again is being saved. It's asking Jesus Christ into your heart as your Lord and your savior coming into your heart as your Lord and your savior saying, Lord, you are now my Lord over my life. I am reborn. Okay. I am being reborn. See, the Bible says you are born into iniquity, transgression, against god you are born into sin okay mm -hmm. when we are born like like that kid you was talking about the kid that's that sin nature you're born into sin because of what adam did adam was perfect he did not he was not sinning against god as soon as he was sent as soon as he sinned by eating of that fruit sin came on him that sin nature come on him so his children were then born into sin transgressing against god so what happens is is the first adam failed the mm. second Adam did not. So Jesus Christ came and died and took your place to go to hell for you. And not only go to hell for you, but that you could have life and that you could have it more abundantly and that you could have a personal and passionate relationship with the father. But you accept him into your heart as your Lord and Savior. And now you are born again. See, the Bible says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm, and a lot renew. of times when you hear that, you hear, I got to change my mind. But if you listen to that word, man, renew and all translations say renew. Right. When you think of renew, that means it one time was. So that means that basically my mind used to be perfect. My mind used to be perfect. So Jesus came and said, he said, he said, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You get what I'm saying here? Mm -hmm. And that's what being born again is. You are thinking like a new man. 
You are thinking like a new woman, the woman that you're created to be, not the woman of the world, not the woman of your flesh. That's why the Bible says be. That's why the, the Bible says uh, uh, crucify the flesh with its passions and its desires. You get yeah. what I'm saying? You are a new creature. You are a new creature created in Christ Jesus. OK, so renew your mind. Be born again. That's what it means. Mm, mm, mm. And I tell people all the time, I say, man, you want to be like the, the creator or the created? Yes. Yes. No. Yes. So I, I, I want to be like the creator. You yeah. Amen. Yeah, yep. Amen. So, yeah, man, you know, man, we can do this forever, man. But I got to yeah. go. I got to go make a run. Do so, your thing, man. But, but, I appreciate um, you. Yeah, man. I appreciate you coming on the podcast and we definitely going to stay in touch, man. So yes, you want to tell the people again what the website is that they can get in touch with you on the music, on the business mm -hmm. or getting in your church. OK, so uh, pastormike.com, P-A-Z-T-U-H. Um, you can go to my website, follow me. There should be like a hyperlink or something like that that somebody will post up from my page right now to where you can go follow all my social media. Um, you'll be able to follow um, like Spotify. You want to listen to my music on YouTube, all of those different things. Um, we'll post a link up there. It's pastormike.com, uh, P-A-Z-T-U-H, or you can Google it as well. If you want to get involved with the music business stuff, you need help with music business services, or you have an, you want to set up a small business, you want a lawn care service, selling cupcakes, whatever it is. We help small businesses as well. We do it for, we got candle companies, painting companies, all of that stuff. So lastdayrecords.com. Okay. Lastdayrecords.com. You can go there. Um, you can call the number. We will pick up. If we don't pick up, we will call you back. We are not stuck up. All about helping people, okay? Setting up LLCs, uh, minor, uh, minority business license. That's huge for uh, um, in the black community. A lot of people don't know the benefits you have. Mm. A lot of times we complaining about what we don't have when you actually have a uh, you have an advantage. You just don't know about it. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge, right? Mm. So you have an advantage being a minority business that other people cannot even get participate in. So lightstaterecords.com, uh, click on the uh, the links and check us out. Give us a phone call. You know what I'm saying? Menstandingpositive.org um, is the um, um, the nonprofit organization, which we're going to be switching it over to a church. If you want to donate, if you want to get behind helping the school events, that kind of thing. Um, it's a nonprofit organization, 501c3 certified. So you're able to get your tax write-offs and stuff like that. So mm. definitely hit that up. It should be a link in there too. So I'm not stuck yeah. up. Hit me up. Follow me. Talk to me. Let's talk, man. Hey, I appreciate it, man. That's what's up. Yes, sir. So you already know. So, yeah, man, I'll definitely be staying in touch with you, man. Lock me in. Stay in touch with me. I'm definitely going to, bro. You're going to be getting a call from me for sure. All right, for sure. All right, man. Appreciate you, brother. See you soon. All right. Thanks. Yep. Yeah, what's up? This your boy, Monty G, on the Fan Mission Podcast, and we had a special guest, man. It was doing good, and man, y'all tap in. I told y'all, it's not that you don't know. It's not somebody that did not teach you correctly, so he's trying to put y'all on some game. So, yeah, man, so um, we off and we out. G-Style, love.